Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be... Uh, today's what is postings from the Rapture Ready Forum. The Rapture Ready Forum is a Christian forum. It has a pretty simple mission statement, and I'll read that to you real quickly. There are the simple goals that the board wishes to achieve. Providing a forum for Christians to gather under one fellowship, strengthening believers in evangelism, discipleship, and edification for personal growth. Promoting awareness within the Christian community of current world events predicted in scripture of Bible prophecy. Providing news and websites voicing politics from a Christian perspective. And finally, providing websites and discussions exposing deceptive cults, apostasy, heresy, false doctrine, and false teachings. It's a pretty straightforward Jesus Freak web forum for all kinds of religious silliness. And let's get right into reading some of these wonderful posts. Once again, I'll be using the Something Awful forums in their weekend web thread in which I am participating. And in our first post, Take Me Away writes, in a thread entitled Animals and the Rapture. I've been worried lately about my dogs. If we are raptured and I'm not home, we'd all be gone and my dogs would be stuck in their crates at home, only to experience a slow death. I've been praying lately that if the rapture happens when my pups are still alive, that Jesus would remember them and take them too. There's nothing in scripture to say that animals will come with us. I told my husband the other day that if we hear trumpets and we are at home, I'm grabbing the baby and one of the dogs, and he can grab the other one, so hopefully they'll come with us. Anyone ever think of these things? In a different thread, Pendragon writes, in a thread entitled Swine Flu WHO? Question mark. It has amazed me how since Obama went to Mexico, shook a man's hand, and he drops dead 24 hours later, the swine flu has taken off as the media firestorm. What further amazes me, and no one has touched on this as they raised the WHO levels from 4 to 5, there has been very little discussion about what that means. Let me break it down. At level 5 and 6, which 6 being the highest, there is to be reduced gatherings and crowds of people. At level 6, the government led by Human Health Services and the CDC then can step in and enforce no gatherings of people in public areas. While this sounds prudent, it also raises the level of what we do not know. Could this be an instrument of control being exercised? After all, if at level 6 the government steps in and begins mandatory quarantines, then who do they decide? And who are we to question if they are right? I'm asking for all opinions on this, as it might lead to a martial law movement here very soon. And if you are locked away in your house and later caught on the street, does that mean they can take you into custody? Does that mean they can go door-to-door to quote-unquote test you? to see if your home is safe and that you don't have the flu? Yes, right now I am torn on which is the right thing to do here. Allow myself to be controlled for what should be a short time in the interest of those around me. Or stand ground and say you are off your rocker, Mr. President, if you think I am going to stand by you as you have your military convoys rolling down the street to protect me? What do you guys think? Again, I am hinged, as I say, because Obama, the president of the USA, shook hands with a man with his deadly virus that died 24 hours later at a museum, and yet he is unharmed by it, and there is now a pandemic. That was actually a giant run-on sentence, basically. So I tried to read it without the punctuation, but it's almost impossible. So continuing in this thread, R. Ruth writes, I do believe something sinister is going on here other than the flu. 
an opportunity for the flexing of muscles. The best we can do is obey the law and stay indoors, because quite frankly, you're going to be outnumbered. The masses are operating under fear, and even though you are exercising your constitutional rights, your neighbor will think you're a threat to them. Now for enforced inoculations, I draw the line. Nobody is going to force me or my children to take a quote-unquote flu vaccine. Please, again, use this as an opportunity to now make sure your shelves are stocked and you have everything you need. We are kidding ourselves if the grocery stores are full during a town-imposed quarantine. If this all dies down and you have a full pantry, well, enjoy not having to shop for a while. Great witnessing opportunity for the neighbors as well. Food and Bibles. Shalom. Ruth. Also in this thread, Yeshua is coming back, writes, I think this is a lab-made virus. Call me suspicious. I don't trust this satanic society. NBC War. Mezuzas writes, I found out last night that four years ago, two shipments of deadly flu virus to Mexico went missing. They claim it was a different strain, though. But still. Caligal writes, I don't understand how the president can shake hands with a man who is so sick with the flu that he falls dead the next day and not be affected. Was he the carrier? Or was he protected some way in advance? This flu is supposed to be spread so easily. How did he not get sick? What about those around the POTUS? Very strange. In the final post in this thread that I'll read, out of the three pages of posts, is one from Blessed Assurance, and here she writes, I haven't read the whole thread, but please look into food angels. For an excellent price, you get a month's supply of food, plus options to buy fresh produce, meat, etc. For rock-bottom prices, there are no restrictions to qualify. Perhaps you already know of this, and I hope I haven't offended, but this may allow you to, quote-unquote, stock up. God bless. There's nothing like a little spamming to help ease the fear of panic in the Christian community. Karen waits for him, writes in a different thread, entitled, Help with my Jewish friend. She won't come to Christ. My neighbor is Jewish, not a Christian. She is not particularly comfortable discussing her faith with me and tries to avoid the subject relentlessly whenever I happen to discuss church, the Bible, or anything related to my faith. I have tried to show her the path numerous times throughout our friendship together, yet she continues to pull away. She's not aggressive or forceful about it, but it saddens me that yet another soul will be lost without her accepting her Creator and Savior. Still, I pray each day that she will find the correct path, but some people just refuse to open their skulls for the truth. Sunshine277 replies, I am married to a believer who is also a Jew, and I have dealt with Jews through family and friends. There could be many reasons other than the normal quote-unquote reject the cross and sin issue and you'll be okay thing. A lot of Jews feel like they will no longer be a Jew if they accept Jesus. That blocks a lot of them from accepting Jesus. Others were just raised not to accept Jesus. They are a very stubborn lot. Why else do you think it took them 40 years to get where they were going? Smiley face. If she is older, then her heart is likely extremely bitter and hard. Depends on how close they come to any experience of the Holocaust. I've met 80-year-olds that are really and understandably bitter towards God. The best thing is to show her Christ's love continually, and even when she rejects Christ. My husband's mother is 90 years old. We have taken her to a Bible-believing church, given her a Bible, and he has talked to her clearly. It's almost like Larry King. She knows we have something she doesn't, but she is too old and stubborn to change. I just keep praying for her, 
That's all I can do. It may be all you can do for your neighbor. Pray, but don't lose heart. God reaches through even the hardest heart sometimes. It just takes a lot longer. Hang in there. And now for a different post. This time, Kavat3R writes in a thread entitled, Pirates, a new end time phenomenon? You know, this may sound silly, but I was thinking, which at times I can't seem to stop thinking. But I was thinking about these last couple of years in Vallejo. In the summertime, they have this huge festival at the waterfront, and the theme is pirates. This past year, I went there, but I didn't stay very long because it seemed very dark. What's the deal with all these pirate attacks, and why is it so common now? And I have never heard of it before. Is it something that Satan had in his scheming in the days we live in? Or is it just a mere coincidence that we are celebrating pirates here in the city of Vallejo every summer? The show gets bigger and bigger every year, with lots of skulls and fortune-telling. I'm confused. Can someone help me? In a different thread, found in the Rapture Ready Men's subforum, in the Rapture Ready Men's subforum, Warrior of the Father writes in a thread he entitled, Video Games. Here's a dumb question, but do you think we will still enjoy video games in heaven like we did here? At all or no? I'm quite the gamer, and I was brought up playing video games. <laughs> Kinda dorky, but hey, that's me. So do you think we'll still be able to play games? Or do you think we'll be limited to certain games? Since most of the games today involve killing something or somebody in a game. Dave replies, I love video games too. I have been playing them ever since the Intellivision back in the early 80s when I was a kid. I don't see myself playing them in heaven though. I mostly see myself exploring beautiful scenery. I really have no clue. LOL. And finally in this thread, Paradigm writes, I have a feeling that heaven is going to be back to the roots of creation. Kind of like the Garden of Eden, but with houses and roads. I don't think we'll have computers. But really, computers are only useful because they make up for what we can't do ourselves. Like learn, memorize, and imagine. We can do those things, but nowhere near the precision that a computer can do it. Since I suspect we'll be able to do those things computer-like, the computer will be obsolete in heaven. And now for a different thread. Precious writes in a thread she entitled, Bisexual? Help! Today I found out that my 15-year-old stepdaughter is bisexual. She accepted Jesus when she was 9, but seems to have forgotten him. We don't see her often because her mother allows her to decide when she wants to come see us. And since we live in the country, and not close to her friends, she is not interested. Her mother's morals are quite loose. I'm looking for advice and any scriptures that back up the fact that this is a sin. Please help. Sassy Granny replies, My heart goes out to you and her. These are such difficult days, with so many aberrant behaviors being served up as quote-unquote normal by a world that can't seem to get enough of them. I see your stepdaughter's behavior as confused, and rightly so. The culture wants all forms of consensual sex rendered hunky-punky. She may actually think it's okay, but my guess is that her heart knows different which means she's got to have some serious internal conflict. I do know it's best to remain level-headed, even as biblical truth is brought to light. My now 40 children, when teens, got themselves entangled in a few things, drinking, sneaking out, that sent me off on a rant. Wrong move. They just got better at hiding. You're in my prayers, Kathleen. And finally, Take Me Home writes in a thread entitled, Everyone I know who is trying to get pregnant has miscarriages. Is this prophesized? Lately, everyone I know in my family, and that is a friend of my family that gets pregnant, has a miscarriage or stillbirth. This has happened to six people who I know that are Christians, my sister included. I'm not fully versed in prophecy, but it seems like this is one heck of a coincidence if it's not. 
I have not seen a pregnancy end in a live birth for quite a while. Is there something about end times in pregnant women? A verse or prophecy? Just a question. I am not well versed yet, but studying as much as I can. I am praying for all these people, but it has happened to each of them at least once, some of them as much as three times. Their doctors are stumped, as everything seemed normal and healthy, and they can't find a cause. A friend of mine posed the question that I am now wondering myself. Here's a few examples of what happened. One friend was eight months pregnant, and baby died as she was having it. Got pregnant again, and was five months, and baby died before birth. No explanations either. My sister was just pregnant and lost the baby at three months. Had a miscarriage right before that one. Friend of family just had twins. Both died immediately after birth and were not premature. Hairdresser was nine months and had a stillborn baby. There are more, but it's depressing. I could go on and on. That is just four of the six. All are Christians. What is going on? It's happening so much that my whole family is afraid for anyone who says they are pregnant. We can't even get excited about it, and I've thrown a few baby showers, and a few I had planned on throwing baby showers. Please move this thread if I post it in the wrong area. I'm new. Sorry, mods, if it is the wrong area. Thanks in advance. Well, very polite story of miscarriages. Perhaps these people live by some sort of chemical waste dump. Seems like everyone who posts in this thread might be living by some sort of chemical waste dump or have had some sort of massive brain injury because it's ridiculous. Enough end times talk. The only end time I'm considering is the end of this podcast. Oh, oh quite clever, Lou. Thank you. You could see me patting myself on the back now. I think you'd be impressed the number of pats I am giving myself. Thanks again for listening. This has been Lou Reads. Be sure to check out loureads.com to hear more of my stuff. Or you can search for me on iTunes. Just search for Lou Reads and subscribe. Please, please, I beg of you. Thank you so much. We'll see you later. I love you. <laughs>